live from our respective apartments. It's just meaningful plastic. Here are your judges. Uh, <laughs> wow. No. Here are There's... your hosts and judges, Kitty Clay Anaba and Chris Stockham Goodman. Katie, the reason I stopped is I made myself laugh because I was about to go. Here are your hosts and judges, a pretty, pretty girl in a pretty, pretty dress. <laughs> And I just couldn't get through it because it made me laugh Dang so much. it, Chris. I would have been so... I would not have... Ugh, I would not have been prepared for that. Uh, if you can't pick up, Chris has a new obsession. Every time... Here's the thing. I feel like every few weeks it is something new that just decides this is all my brain is. Like when UK Hun from RuPaul's Drag Race UK 2 came out. That was, I mean, it's still my life, but that was my life for like a full month. Um, WandaVision, the Katherine Hahn song, was my life for a while. Uh, yeah. For a week, Gal Gadot's line reading of enough champagne to feel denial was it and it's just been replaced by diana the musical <laughs> for a while it was nicole kidman's amc <gasps> ad we come to this place for magic <laughs> like have I basically... you seen actually you were probably the reason i saw the tweet but have you seen the tweet where it's like her watching it's her doing it but the video is Adam Driver and Lady Gaga's sex scene in House of Gucci. No, I have not seen that. Ah, <laughs> uh, I should have sent it to you. Uh, and like, that's another one. Speaking of Gaga, I love doing Olivia Coleman, the end of her Oscar speech going, Lady Gaga. Mm. <laughs> like, that's a classic. Um, yeah. Lady Gaga's, there can be 100 people in a room and 99 of them don't believe in you. And you just All need, you need one. Is one. And that person is Bradley Cooper. Thank you. Like, <laughs> I just choose things. And so Diana the Musical is all I want to think about. I mean, yeah. Katie, do you ever think about my ginger-haired son, Harry? <laughs> no! Oh, God. And like, I already know I'm going to have to watch this because I can only endure this for so long of having no idea what you're talking about before I'm like, well, I guess it's my turn to experience this. Serves you right for marrying a Scorpio. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. I mean, I, I don't want to spoil how James Hewitt, the man that Diana had an affair with, is brought onto the stage. But let's just say it is chef's kiss the way he is introduced. I'm very excited. I just... Katie, it's perfect. And you know what else is perfect? The way that this sixth season of Dancing with the Stars... <laughs> Is playing out. Has, like, overcome a weak start into a really good season. Because we, like, I, at the beginning, you're like, okay, we know. We know where this is going. We know there's only one way this has to go. And now, in weeks, like, eight and nine, I'm like, it might not go the way it's supposed to go. Mm Mm-hmm. And it, it feels, at the very least, like, Early on, it was, here is an inevitability, and everybody else is kind of here. And there were a couple people that started out nicely and then just sort of fizzled out. Fizzled. Or... Priscilla Presley. Mm-hmm. Or there were just ones where it's like, I just don't care about you at all. And, Shannon Elizabeth. And somehow, even some of those people, for me, Marissa Jarrett Winoker, 
found ways to be like, oh, wow, I find you interesting and fun to watch. And it be- it's become a competitive race. Like, there's still somebody who is in a league of her own. She is, I mean, she's just incomparable. But it Chris, still feels Chris, like- Chris, Stacey what? Keebler's not competing on this season. Quit talking about her like that. <laughs> Bazinga, got him. Boom, roasted. Third place finisher, Stacey Keebler. Okay, that was a little... Got her. Boom. That was a little roasted. unfair. <laughs> all of the sail. Did you watch all of the wind just de- deplete from my sail there? I'm so sorry. You know what? <laughs> I can't. I swear to God, if you call her a pretty, pretty girl in a pretty, pretty dress, I will end this call. <laughs> no, I was, I was going to go more with, Katie, there is literally a song in that musical about Diana's revenge dress after Charles, like, revealed that he had been having an affair with Camilla Parker Bowles. And so there's a song, and I'm going to do the Netflix version of it rather than, like, the actual one, because they, it, they do a whole song about an F.U. dress. I mean, it is. <laughs> and Katie, I kid you not, that is the third to last song in the show. <laughs> that song leads into the 11 o'clock number. <laughs> Unreal. It is incredible. So, Katie, do you need to put on an F.U. dress? I do right now. And I would love to talk about... Stay tuned for our Diana the Musical spinoff. <laughs> Honestly, I just need a spinoff where it's like, what gay nonsense is going through Chris's brain this week? Yeah, while well, his straight friend tries to make sense of it. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about our first eliminated contestant of week eight. We are saying goodbye to Mario and Karina Smirnoff. How are you feeling, having watched it, having lived through it, having seen the next week? Like, how are, like, how are you feeling right now? Well, it's hard to talk about, in some ways, Mario's elimination, because you may recall your, like, perfect sort of outcome was Christian was probably going out at five. Yeah. And these two weeks see something wild for Christian. So I don't feel like we can really talk about it because with this in mind, like, would I possibly personally switch Marissa and Mario's eliminations? Yes. Yeah. But I I still can't fault the Marissa. It, like, I can't fault her moving on. Yeah. So, I don't know. So it, it's not it's not expected, but that makes this fun. Because I'm like, this isn't how this season should have gone. But I'm not, mad, yet... I'm not mad at it. It's not like Sabrina Bryan goes home and screws up the rest of season five. Yeah. This one is, well, Mario goes home at five, but it doesn't feel wrong. Yeah, but we can live with it. How do you feel about it? I am fine. You were always going to be fine whenever you went. Yeah. I was I was never going to be devastated. You are the Bowser to Mario. 
<laughs> Correct. Every every time. Will there ever be a time I'm not a Bowser? Probably not. Does that make Stacy Keebler your Princess Peach? Yes. Just constantly kidnapping her to make sure she marries you? If I could, yeah. If I could feasibly get away with that, yeah. So Stacy Keebler, come on the podcast. <laughs> I've tried. She won't return my DMs. What is she even doing these days that's keeping her so busy from us? She's like a mom. Oh. So is Edita and Ashley and Samantha. <laughs> they made it onto our podcast. You know who's a mom who won't be on our podcast? <laughs> Princess Diana. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh. <laughs> so Mario and Karina dance a Viennese waltz first in the ballroom round of week eight. Um, there's a big thing made in week eight about how they are going to allow lifts in both rounds. Yeah. How do, how do you feel about this? <laughs> I feel like Mark had the right approach where Mark was like, listen, like, yeah, sure. Lifts are allowed, but like, they're only, al- it's only if it's in the like style of like in, in line with the dance. Mm-hmm. And like most of these, they're not really in line. Right. I thought the lift that they do in this Viennese works. The The Mario yeah. lift is one of the best lifts of the ballroom round. Yeah. Because it fits the most. He looks so much older than 21 to me. Not yes. so much older, but he looks like mid-20s. And so it yes. screws me up every time when they say how young he is. I'm going to be real honest with you about this Viennese waltz. Mm-hmm. I got so distracted by Karina. Mm-hmm. She looked incredible in this dance. And I found it very difficult to keep my eyes off of her. So I, I was it, very clouded yeah. with this dance. I just, I thought it was a good dance. I thought it was like pretty romantic. It was flowing. I yes. liked it. Um, yeah, I completely agree. Like, they had really good body contact. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, I felt like he was a little weak at times. But, like, the choreography was lovely. It had a romantic feel to it. It was elegant. Like, it was a fine dance. He just seemed so much more mature than his age in this dance. I feel like this week was the week where I'm like, I just don't feel wowed by him. I see in a weird way, as much as I'm enjoying the season starting from like week eight on, especially yeah, a lot of these dance, as much as I liked watching them, I was like, where is a little bit of that wow factor? Like every I time agree. I felt like I was just saying I needed something a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. Which is weird because I'm enjoying <laughs> the season. Yeah, but it's still a great season. I'm just not being wowed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so his Viennese Waltz sees a score of 27 straight nines. And he does a terrible Lem impression. It's great. <laughs> yeah, he does. I, I thought he sounded like um, Chris Rock in um, Madagascar. 
is honestly what I thought he sounded more like than Len. I mean, it just, it, he didn't even, like, try to say words that Len would use. He just sort of no! said things in a bad British accent, and it was very funny. Yeah, it was very funny. In their Latin round, they perform the jive. This is one that, this is one where, to me, in a jive, this is where you throw in lifts and tricks. Yes. And they really didn't do very many. No, they had a horrible wonky lift at the end. And they had a horrible, I think he was trying to do a cartwheel at first. I I cannot believe they started with that because I also believe he meant to be doing a cartwheel. And it was like, like, it is a horrible attempt at a cartwheel so i'm like either he had nailed it every other time and karina was like yeah this is no problem or karina is taking a very interesting approach here because that's how you're starting your dance it looked like me attempting to do a cartwheel it looked like me attempting to do a cartwheel let's do a cartwheel off right now i know we both have space for it Yeah, and we're both on the not main level, so our downstairs neighbors would love that. Oh, I'm on the main- I'm on the first floor. Oh. Yeah, no, me too. (laughs) Third Um, floor! Oh, the original apartment that I did this show in was on a third floor. Oh. Oh. How time passes. Anyway, um, he- He needed to lighten his feet up. <laughs> Katie, I, I mean, I of course you know I wanted to burst into another song, but I'm like, I can't keep doing it. I can't throw references to this perfect, perfect musical into everything. I'm aware. Keep going about his drive. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, I mean, he just needed to, like, raise his feet. Full stop. That's it. Yeah, no. He had good energy in his legs, but I, like, agree that he just needed to lift them up more. Yeah. He was trying to be loose, and it just wasn't coming across as loose. Yeah. This jive just, it had moments where it was really working. And then there were some real moments of wonk. Sorry, I just got, like, a notification. And Kanye West is alleging that Kim Kardashian accused him of putting a hit out on her. This man is so unhinged. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. That's breaking news from a week and a half ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Future Dancing with the Stars contestant Kim Kardashian. Truly. I don't know what's, what season does she pop up on. Actually, I don't want to tr- know. I want to be surprised. I'm trying to think that. I want to be surprised. Okay. Well, I want to find out. It's important for me. Well, then I want to know. No. You said you didn't. No, I do want to. Is it soonish? <gasps> okay, I, w- I, w- I would have been right. I would have been very right if I When is had... it next season? Maybe. 
Oh, phenomenal. Okay, so Mario's Drive, 989-26. They end the mm-hmm. night with the 53 out of 60. It lands them middle it of the leaderboard. It puts them squarely in third, but they go home. Mm-hmm. We also, in week eight, do we have a bottom, a real bottom two, or is it a last to be called safe? Last to be called safe. Okay, that's what I thought. The last we called safe are Jason and Edita, mm-hmm. who are in second to last place. Mm-hmm. Um, fourth place is how you might do it if you were good at math. <laughs> but we're not. Famously, we're not. Do you have final words to say about Mario? I mean, he was he was a fun addition. Uh, he had some dances that really dazzled, and I think that he had a lot of fun on the show, and that's the most important thing to me. Mm-hmm. He's really indicative to me. Well, his jive is really indicative to me of him, and in some ways the whole season. There are such flashes of, wow, you've really got this. And then within the same dance, you just have weird things that don't work. Or you're just left kind of like, well, it didn't all add up together. Um, So I really enjoyed having him on the season. It just felt like somehow we missed out on his true potential. Yeah. But we still got a lot from him. Yeah. So I will not be mad. He also looked really good shirtless. It almost makes you wonder. It almost makes me wonder how he would have done... Perhaps without Jason and Christy there, like, I almost wonder if he would have been able, and I don't know if this is maybe, like, too much of a projection and analyze, I don't know, but if he would have been able to just be the star, I wonder if his dances maybe would have lived up to his potential more, and I wonder if that, like, I have to be at this level, if that introduction of nerves worked against him. Well, that's a good question for almost everybody, because the whole storyline this season has been everybody else is just trying to catch up to Christy Yamaguchi. Yeah. If you take Christy out of the season, does that totally change everybody's trajectory? I bet. Because no, especially the women who from day one are like, we are going to be compared to Christy. So I, and like their packages, especially early on, are all, we need to be Christy. We need to beat Christy. Yep. Because even in other seasons where there's like a clear front runner, I'm not sure there's ever a season as much as this one where it's, there's a clear winner and everybody else has to live with that. Interesting things to think about. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she also, when she falters... I mean, Christy never sees a score lower than 26. No, and when she falters, she, like, rebounds the next round and still mm-hmm. ends up in second place on the leaderboard. Yeah. So the, her, her, like, stumbling is, hey, you are, like, a couple points off the lead. Yeah. And by a couple, like, one to two. Yeah. So really interesting hypothetical, but we... Cannot see into parallel timelines. Therefore, we are going to move on to our next eliminated person. It is our fourth place finisher, Tony winner and Tony partner, Marissa Jarrett Winoker. Mm-hmm. 
Speaking of Marissa Jarrett Winoker, I would just like it known, I saw Hairspray this week, and it was really delightful. I had a good time. Um, It was fun watching somebody do a role that won Marissa Jarrett Winoker a Tony, and it did make me laugh because when they got to You Can't Stop the Beat, which is just, I mean, it is a banger to end all musical theater Yes. And it was really fun when they got to the chorus of the song, the first chorus, and the actress playing Tracy has to sing the whole like verse leading into it as a solo and then when they get to the chorus now it is a duet with Link and the way she was dropping half of every line she was singing to breathe was very funny to me oh no so like you would just get him singing and then she would jump back in like ever since we first saw the light like to shake it on a Saturday night Gut shake and shimmy it with all of my money. Oh, like, it was, no. it was that. It was that briefly, and I was like, I mean, girl, I'm glad you're breathing. However, yeah. However, like, it's kind of funny. It, it wasn't necessarily as bad as that, but like, it was very noticeable that every couple words, we, I was just like, hmm, I'm only hearing one person sing this. That's amazing. It all it just shows how hard of a role it is, and Marissa Jarrett Winoker, bundle of energy. one a uh, Tony. She begins week eight with a foxtrot. Um, this was a really good teaching package for Tony. It showed him, like, really being a good partner, really helping out, really helping her break through, learning how to do I mean, it was really fun to watch Tony in rehearsal. I've really been considering, like, especially, I think, in week eight just Tony's trajectory of the show if so and we don't have time to get into it now but it is interesting to think because like for the foxtrot as a spoiler like I really liked the choreography and I really really enjoyed the dance and I don't know how he goes from this and like contenders to suddenly he is like, oh, it's always Tony gets eliminated early, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm, I'll be curious to see when the show makes that shift. Yeah. And it's it's tough because I don't totally remember, but part of me wonders if it's the ascendancy of Mark and Derek must get ringers. Probably. That's what, like, I'll just be curious to see, like, at what point... Because right now it feels Max. like... We don't even have Max this season. So it's like when no. you throw Max back in and Max is like popular, a star, then it's like Tony's number four. Yeah. But like, it feels like right now it's a good dispersion of like level of, you know, quality of partner to mm-hmm. the pros. And so it's like, when when does producer intervention come into play? Mm-hmm. We're suddenly we're pushing certain pros. And why, for the love of God, are we not pushing Edita? We will talk <laughs> about that woman soon. Yeah, I know. But okay, I do want to touch on real quick. Marissa had a very interesting package too, because she kind of just casually throws out in the first 30 seconds, like I was the bottom two last week, but it doesn't matter because I had cancer seven years ago and I fought through that and it's taught me that, like, I can fight through anything. And again, it just, 
I guess just in the history of the show, like, it talks about how, like, nowadays, like, in this era, she can just throw that out. In five seasons' time, we are beating that storyline as hard as we can. My initial reaction when she said that was, oh no, are we back to doing weepy Marissa packages? And then they move completely on from it. Yes! It was like, she said it, we're done. So it felt very out- I'll be honest, it felt very out of place to me. Yes! Yes! I'm, like, I'm glad that I know it about her, but if we- if she was literally just gonna throw it out in a sentence, and then the rest of the package isn't really about that- Why did we do- it was just so weird. Yeah. Um, so Marissa and Tony do their foxtrot. Um, to me, she was sometimes, like, not smooth enough when she was hitting her moves. She was really, like, popping Mm -hmm. them, which I didn't love. Uh, but I thought it was a good performance. It was fun. I didn't necessarily love it as much as you, because, again, I just missed that little bit of I needed something to sparkle in it. And it just didn't quite have that aspect. I think Tony outdanced her and there was some timing issues, but I just didn't care. I was like, this is exactly up my alley. It's old Hollywood. It's glam. It's got kind of a jazzy feel to it. Like, yeah, maybe she wasn't always the smoothest, but just the overall tone of the dance made me forgive a ton. Mm-hmm. I can feel that. I... I think, again, she's somebody where you can see the real glimmer of potential in it. I just want something where I'm like, wow, that is so memorable. That is so big. That is so oomph. And Mm -hmm. I just don't quite get to that point with her or Mario. Well, and it's kind of an interesting thing because Len almost brings up that point in a roundabout way where he says, you look much better in hold. And he was surprised at that. So I think that does kind of speak to what you're saying, where, like, you would think she'd be able to shine on her own, but for whatever reason, her bread and butter is in the connection with Tony. Yeah. And that's especially true when we get to their mambo. So real quick to say their score, uh, it's a 9 from Carrie Ann, 8 from The Gentleman for a 25 out of 30. Then the mambo, when she's not in hold or when she's not dancing partner stuff it's just all kind of too small Uh, my exact no like i liked it but again where was the wow factor where is the energy she's brought to previous dances Mm -hmm. it's good but it's not great No, it was it was too sedate. I wanted her to go bigger. There was some like cool moves where like they did a ton of spins into a drop. You don't necessarily see her doing spins like that. Like it was a very crispy move, but like even that just it it just didn't dazzle. Yeah. Did you agree with Len that it should have been raunchier? Yeah, honestly, yeah. Same. And I like that Len says that. Bruno immediately is like, earlier tonight, you thought there was too much raunch. And Len just goes, I like it how I like it. And Len (laughs) is right. It is, like, context-specific. And in a mambo, Mm -hmm. you do need a little more raunch. So it's it's not bad. It's just you want even more from it. Yes. 
9 from Bruno, 8 from the other two, 25 once again. So she scores 50 out of 60. She is in last place in week 8, but she is able to make up the points to make it to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. We start out the semifinals with a quick step. In the semifinals, they do this, like, producer thing where they draw a mirror ball and that has two dance styles that they're going to be performing that week. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they get to pick the style of dance, but they're all repeat dances. Mm -hmm. And I've liked that almost all of the ballroom round, with the exception of Christian, was from very early on in the season. Yes. So, Marissa doing the quick step. I'm going to be a broken record. It was solid. It was good. This is the semifinals. <laughs> yeah. No, and it's what and the judges, exactly. it's what the judges say both rounds to her as well. Yes. Yes. I thought they looked beautiful and hold. I thought that there was great contrast with slow sections. I thought that was really clever and smart on Tony's part to do that. She was smooth up top, great footwork, but it lacked a punch. It just, you know, she, yes, she can check all of the boxes, but it's the semifinals. We're Mm going to need you to pack a punch here. In a weird way, do you think that early dance to low where she didn't really she didn't do enough of the content and the style but she gave a lot of energy and a really big performance and the judges hated it mm-hmm. and kind of ripped her since then she's given more content she's given more stuff but it's lacked the sort of excitement of that routine mm-hmm. do you think if the judges had been a little less harsh she could have been able to blend both of those together. Like, do you think she's like consciously avoiding what she needs to do because the judges didn't like it the one time she did it, but it was because she didn't do anything else in it? <laughs> probably. It's You are probably completely correct. This is a theory that just came to my brain. Sometimes inspiration hits, and I'm so smart. You are the smartest. You are the smartest pretty, pretty boy. In a pretty, pretty dress. I will take on the monarchy and cause a royal mess. I mean, Katie, you just need to see it. The way, I mean... It, Chris, some of we're them talking about easy, her rumba. We're Katie, talking about the rumba. But Katie, nope. they do like a couple quick changes and I'm like, yes. Yes to all of this. We're moving on to the rumba. Um, so that scores a 26. Eight from Bruno. Nine from the other two. Um, the rumba, how did you like their first rumba before you realized you'd already seen it? <laughs> yeah, I watched all of it. I watched the entire dance, all of the judges' comments, get to the red room, and I'm like, why is Mario back there? That's kind of a weird choice to have him just sitting in the red room. <laughs> and I was like, oh no. And they looked and I'd watched the wrong dance. So I can confidently tell you it is a much sexier improvement from their first week. Um, they had a really good, great connection. It wasn't super flowy. It was truly much improved from week seven. Okay. 
That's good. I didn't think there was enough content early on, but it gets better. She does better. I just, I'm, I'm right there with Carrie Ann. Where was the excitement in this rumba? And I understand this is a rumba, so there's only so much you can do. Like, getting yeah. saddled with a semifinal rumba is like, ooh boy, this is the least flashy of all Latin dances you could do. Yeah. But even so, this is a boring rumba. It is. It it absolutely is. We've seen some rumbas this season where I've actually gotten on board with. This yes. not one of them. No. And it's kind of unfortunate that she goes, I mean, it's fitting, but it's also unfortunate that she goes out on this note. Yeah. But you can see how much confidence she's grown into. Yes. And it's just kind of like a, you know, I think going out in the Lisa Rinna Memorial fourth place spot is good a good spot for her. And she was so excited in, like, week eight. She's talking about how close they are to the final. Oh, my God. Could I? Would, like, it's, you You saw her get excited. And I mm. think this is, it would have been wrong if she would have continued. And it's a feather in her cap that she can say she made it this far. Yeah. And it would have been wrong if she continued. Because, not that she didn't deserve it. But with the emergence somehow of a one-armed man it like it it just means like okay you definitely can't be in the finals now because somebody has just earned has like stolen a spot that he never should have been entitled to yes 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 all of that so this scores i don't know if we set the score the rumbo scores a 26 eight from carrie ann nine from the gentleman Ends the night with a 52 out of 60, and that is. I mean, it's it's three points behind behind Jason, and she's not. Like, if Jason had been denied the finals, we burn it all down. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. So let's talk about. And also, before we're going to move on, we are going to shout out Chris thought he was going to make it through the week nine package. My girls in the building. Stacy Keebler has made a cameo. And they're friends, apparently. They, they yep. bonded. Um, I, before we get into the main, the final three, three uh, real quick, uh, they keep highlighting at the end of week eight that the next night, their results show, is their 100th episode. So they are doing a big 100th episode spectacular. Um, it was also, for what it's worth, also Tom Bergeron's birthday. So they got a oh, like, double celebration. Wow. Um, the judges named their favorite dances from the first five seasons. They did not take any dances from season six into account. Um mm-hmm. To run them through real quick, number 10 was Kelly Monaco's Latin-inspired freestyle. Yes. Uh, number 9, Sabrina Bryan doing the Paso. Oh, N- yes. Number 8, Twinkle Toes Emmett Smith doing a cha-cha, which, of course, you'd agree with. Well, but there's a part of me that's, like, not his finale. Samba? Was it a mambo or a samba? It's a samba. Yeah, I'm like, not his finale, Samba. That's a good point. 
Because that won him mm-hmm. the season. Yeah. But you know what? Who am I? Who am I? Uh, number seven is Apollo Anton Ono's Quick Step, which is not really a dance I remember. Nope. Couldn't even tell you what song it is. Maybe if I looked it up and saw what the song is, it would help me. It's it's not their one where they're in the headbands and like overalls, is it? It's Julianne is in green. Okay, I don't really remember this and I don't care. Uh, number six is Joey Fatone's Jive. Uh, number yep. five is Halio's Hey Pachuco, of course. Of course it is. Could you imagine Some, if they would have picked a different one? Somehow it feels low at five, but considering the dances that are ahead of it, sort of, I'm not mad at this. Yeah. Number four is Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy, which feels criminally which low. Which I'm four. like, is that maybe too low? <laughs> yeah, that one is criminally too low. Yes. Uh, number three is Stacy's Samba, not her jive, but the Samba makes sense. Samba makes sense. Samba makes, except that jitter, a jitterbug. <laughs> number two jitterbug. is Mel B's Paso, which of it's so good. Course. It's so good. I could maybe put her Viennese instead of her Paso with the wow. triple splits. I mean, I get it, but, like, that Paso just... I know. And also, this is the one where I'm like, is it recency bias that puts it so high? Because I would maybe move it down a slot and move, save a horse up to here. Yeah. And then number one, this is just unconscionable. Unconscionable? It doesn't matter. Um, It is Mario Lopez... Not dancing Paso with Paso, Doble. but the tango. Their non-rule-breaking tango. The second time they did the tango. How is that over the Paso? I wish I knew. The judges are crazy. Okay. Also, real quick, what does it say that the... T- three of the top five spots all went to non-winners? Do you think the judges disagree with some of these winners? Um, not necessarily, because, like, Emmett is also in, like, the top ten. Yeah, well, top ten, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, he's not the top five, but, like, that's it. Uh, The person Stacy loses to is in the top five. Yeah. Helio makes it into the top five, and he beats Mel. So, like... They, I don't know. It just kind of makes sense. It's clear that they know, okay, the people who make it to the end were right to be in the end. Who knows if they yeah. win, it's up to them. But uh, And then there's then there's the inclusion of a dance from Sabrina Bryan. <laughs> Which is correct. Robbed goddess. Goddess. Alright, let's talk about Jason Taylor and star of the show Edita Slavinska. Let's talk about the, the incredible tango. Chris, I loved it. I loved, I had full body chills. It's swarthy. It is passionate. It is, there's it's so angry. much good connection. Oh my God. It's, it's like a dance. I 
I could watch over and over and over again. Every, the fierceness he is emoting, the body contact, every, his frame, Such control over his legs. Such leg control. The way he whips her around the lift and ending it with, like, laying her out on the floor. I loved it. Len doesn't like that it feels too much to him like an Argentine tango. My question is, do you think, because they throw lifts into this dance, lifts are allowed in an Argentine. If they hadn't done lifts, would it have felt so much like an Argentine to Len? I don't think so. I don't know, because I did kind of get Len's point somewhat. I, I didn't think it was too much. I wouldn't have said too much, but I do understand how it does feel Argentinian. I just don't see how that's bad. (laughs) No, exactly, because Argentine tangos are the superior. I'm honestly so upset this does not score a 30. Yeah, Len ends up giving it a 9, as does just Len. (laughs) Just Len. As does Len. I was looking at the wrong line. It's criminal. It is criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason gets a spray tan because in the Latin round, they are dancing a samba. Katie, why does he get a spray tan? I mean, he jokes about it, but with his yeah. complexion, why does he get a spray yeah. tan? Because when it's done and it is like, oh, it looks so good. I'm like, how does this look any different? <laughs> it doesn't. It's, it's. Producers. He's just shiny and shirtless. That's all it is. It's producers and editor performing. And you know what? I'm okay with it. My god, editor. My god. My lord mirrorballus. And that's all I want to say. For right now. No, just in general. Okay. Mm, that's a lie. I will say more. <laughs> yeah. How did you feel about the Samba? His feet are too heavy. He doesn't look in this one at all. It's a it's a no. major disappointment. Yeah, it felt flowy. It, it felt like a ballroom Samba. It just, it, to me, it was like plotty is maybe the word. Mm-hmm. Did not work. Edita was great. She looked great. Yeah. Jason, Duh. Jason, this was not, this was not his dance. Eight, seven, eight, 23. Oh, did you have any other feelings? No, I'm ready to move on. <laughs> okay. Well that, that, like truly, this is such a low scoring dance that it takes them from being like at the top to fourth place out of five. Yeah. But then there is week nine. Edita is a star she she moves in the most modern ways the world fell in love she is a pretty pretty girl in pretty pretty leg warmers what other song titles could i use i mean she lights the world if she just i i i can't believe She's not pushed more because, like, she gives 
the most beautiful package where she is playing a football call and like Chris and I don't even like heavily produced packages. Like we want to see just like them interacting. Mm-hmm. This is incredible. Well, Set it up, is, Chris. The thing is, a heavily produced package works if they like are able to sell the cheese, the sort of like we recognize this is stupid and we're going to make jokes here and like do mm-hmm. it. Because when you have Christian, what are you doing? We have a dance to learn. That doesn't do it. But if you have Edita going, this is no time for friendship. Wax the board. Like, I mean, the way, she is a football coach to get through to him. And so yeah. she, like, talks through, here are your competitors, and is here to, like, talk game plan and just gets like yeah. really heavily football coach it is just so funny christian is your friend there's no time for friendship like it's just it's amazing this woman deserves so much respect i i mean she just she plays the game she plays the game every time. Like, before their Samba in week eight, she brings in maracas and, like, a flouncy shirt. And it's just like, we're doing a Samba, let's get in the mood. Yeah. And, like, just the way she's just, like, buying in and doing what the producers tell her. And she just sells it in a way that you, you're you not mad at how stupid it is. No. No. She can take you to medieval times. She can, she can take, take you, to, you the to the zoo. <laughs> she, she can, can take be a you. football coach. She takes she you to the locker be... room. She takes you to get a spray tan. She can take you anywhere and you will go, yes, queen. Yes. Yes, princess. A pretty, pretty girl. She is the people's princess. <laughs> yes. It's such a shame that we didn't know how perfect she... I mean, we knew she Uh, was great. We knew she was great. But we didn't know. I mean, we didn't know who she was. It's my deepest regret in life. Like, let's, let's just say it. She is the reason we're even here doing this today. My deepest regret is that we had not seen, I knew I loved her. I had no idea I was in love with her. (laughs) Do you think she would agree to come back just to hear us compliment her for an hour? I wish. Sometimes I think about, like, reaching out, because, like, I did with Alec, and that never really went anywhere, and sometimes I just think about reaching out to her and being like, edit out, we have seen Joey, we have seen Jason, we have seen George, like, we have seen it all, and we just need to tell you, you are carrying the show on your back. She might be the greatest pro they ever had. I, like, am genuinely in agreement with that sentence. She is both, like, I mean, she's so good at every aspect of it. Yes, her choreography is is beautiful. 
Can I time out with a spoiler? Yes. Unfortunately, we're only going to see, like, we we see her for the next four seasons. She's not going to be long-lasting in any of her last four no, seasons. No, I know. Because when we had, when we were getting ready for the interview, I had kind of, like, looked at, like, her trajectory on the show. And, like, I know Jason and Joey were the two that she made it the furthest with. And then mm-hmm. it was a bunch of, like, like first or second eliminated, first or second eliminated. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's bad so let's talk about let's talk about the foxtrot um it improves over time because it starts out of sync but it gets so much better the whole thing gets so much better as it goes along he looked really nervous pre-show um they're the first to perform in week um nine in the semis and when they're standing out on the dance floor he looked very nervous but i really enjoyed this he was performing there was some gorgeous lines they looked really great they had such a great connection between them i thought there was beautiful rise and fall like i was all in on this one Mm -hmm. i would agree it's it's a really good foxtrot Mm -hmm. uh 10 from len len finally gives it up for them but it's nine from the edges that gives them a 28. And then going mm-hmm. into the Latin round, they perform a Paso. The last time, they had the Monday Night Football theme. So it's nice that they get a real Paso song to do. Mm-hmm. Once again, I think it improves as it goes along. I think it was definitely an improvement over the Monday Night Football Paso. He just needed agreed. to uh, very much agree. He just needed to straighten his legs when he was doing kicks and things. Okay. I loved it. It was another one I really enjoyed. I honestly found myself watching him more than Edito, which can be difficult to do. I thought he brought such a controlled, angry energy to it, and he never got out of control, which I loved. There were some great Spanish lines, great arms, um, yeah, I just, I really found this one very enjoyable. I found in the semis, he's doing everything I need him to do. Yes, he definitely has the week that he needs, where both dances start weaker, but get so much better, and it proves why he should still be here. Yep. So there you go. Uh, Did we say the score here? It's nines across the board. That is enough uh, in the semis. It puts them in third place, but it's a very close third place between the top three spots. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's move to the person I don't think we ever could have seen coming. Christian De La Fuente and Cheryl Burke. Katie, talk to me about his injury. I don't really remember. Ideally, oh no, 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 I do. Ideally, he needs surgery. They talk about how there's a lot of blood around the muscle, and I don't remember what they call it. Like a, I, I believe fracture. it is. A, I believe it is essentially a muscle tear. Yeah, and so they're like, ideally, we do surgery right away. Like, if you want to try and dance, I guess you could, but. You're going to have to be really careful. So, like, basically, he can't use that arm 
to really do much. I mean, he can, you know, hold it up in a frame, but if he's going to be extending Cheryl out, he cannot be using that arm. Yeah. So naturally, we get to do lifts this week. So Christian, yeah. good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it's gnarly. It is... Yeah, that's the only word I can use for that injury. Um, because of the injury, it is clear some of his uh, tango is very tentative. Mm-hmm. But he keeps good frame. He does, a, like, they do a lift with one arm. Yes, uh, an impressive lift with one arm. And... I thought it was pretty good considering. I didn't necessarily love it like the judges did, but it like I thought it was on a nine level for sure. That's kind of like how I felt about it too. Like it's hard for me because I'm like, when you consider he has one arm, it is so impressive. If I am trying to judge him fairly based upon like what I'm seeing, then like I did see a couple of issues. Like I thought there could have been more body contact. Um, his face threw me off at times. It was very tentative at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, Cheryl does a great, yes. fantastic job of choreographing all of these next dances. Oh boy. I'm, I will have things to say on the next one. I, I would agree, but it's weird because like it's overscored, but maybe only by a point for me. Yeah. Cause it scores a 28. Two nines and a ten. Uh, the ten coming from Carrie Ann. Mm-hmm. Then in the Latin round, they do a mambo. I love the bedazzled arm brace on him. Yes. <laughs> and Cheryl's choreography is masterful. It's next level. It is next level. It completely hides the fact that he can only use one arm. Yeah, because their feet are moving in, like, triple time. Like, there's so much content, you don't even care about the arms. There's there's also arm content, is the thing. Oh, I know. They are using their arms, and you don't even think about the fact that he's really only moving one of them. Yeah. That's how good it is. Yeah. It's so good. And it's like... He's performing so loosely. He's performing, like, he's just having so much fun. I mean, I don't know how it took this to, like, wake up Christian, but Christian is here. I agree. It had that Latin easy, or that easy Latin feel, but it bordered on dancing hunched over for me. I I can see that. Yeah. But I just thought this was great. This earned a 29. It really is. Len is the lone 9. So it puts them at 57 out of 60. Mm -hmm. They are in the lead. They top the leaderboard for the first time. And by two points. It's a big deal, friends. It is. So Christian moves on to week 9. This time, they start with a Viennese waltz. I hated this package. I liked this package because I thought it showed that Cheryl... Because it's mostly about the samba. Because they 
pick well, out. Well, that's what I hated. Because the whole thing is, is we're picking these dances at random. And then it's like, <gasps> gasp. He is doing both of his week seven dances again. And I'm like, guys, come on. Like, I know that this was perfectly planned out the minute he got hurt. Yes. And I get that. But what I really like is it shows Cheryl, like, basically has to be a therapist to her partner. And I agree. That was a fun angle to watch. Cheryl being a therapist for a partner? Wow. What a real change. If only that would have happened a couple seasons ago for someone who desperately needed a therapist. (laughs) But, like, what I think is so good about this package is, like, Cheryl really has to be there for Christian. And it, it makes their partnership really come to light in an interesting way. I really Mm -hmm. liked this. Even if, yes, it smacked of producer interference. It meant it was a good natural package about them just trying to, like, get through it and not freak. Mm -hmm. So how did you feel the Viennese waltz went? Because I have some thoughts on both of his dances this week. I needed more up and down motion from him, and that was kind of the big Mm -hmm. thing. I did not like Cheryl's weather balloon dress. No. I loved Tom and her interaction. Yeah. When he makes fun of her and she just goes, Tom! It was so cute. She's like, no! Stop! Starts, like, hitting him in the chat. Like, you... I, I... I love seeing that. Like, we know Tom and Cheryl basically had, like, a very special bond amongst... Yes. ...all of the pros. But, like, it was... It was just so sweet. So what did you think of this one, then? I felt... I really liked the choreography. But I felt like he was concentrating really, really hard for a portion of the dance... And then all of a sudden, it's like he's actually dancing. So it goes from, I'm working really hard, I'm working really hard, I'm working really hard, ah, and now I'm dancing. And I felt that in both of his dances. And so then it was hard for, I don't know. I felt like in this one, there was a little bit of a lack of energy and connection from him. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, this one, I wasn't wowed by it was it was good. Yeah. I mean, he's... Let me say this, too, though. Like, even though I've still, you know, felt this way, it's like, he's still a really good dancer. Yes. It's still and, a and really he's, good he's dance. Come, he's come alive in the right way. Yes. Yes. Then they do a samba, which I am glad they get a second chance at. Yeah. How did you react to this? It left me wanting much more. And Disagree. hear me say, I don't, don't want to sound like a heartless wench, but I felt like it started out really small and some mm-hmm. of his footwork felt muddled to me. It felt very safe. And I understand why, because yes, there probably are really difficult mental hurdles to overcome. So I applaud him for going out there and doing it. But like, I just felt like it was lacking. I felt like there could have been more hips. I left it not disappointed, but just needing more. And then the judges 
ate it up and i was like okay i'm fine to be wrong about this yeah i disagree with you i'm with the judges i do agree the beginning of it is very hesitant it is very sensitive but really early on he like flips some sort of switch and to me i was just like yes this is what i want how much of it how how much of it again is cheryl doing a great job of choreographing for one arm there are no samba roles unfortunately but i was just like this is a good routine a very good routine like it worked for me it did it (laughs) so that dance gets a nine from len and a 29 out of 30. that means they get 56 out of 60. they are in second place going into the finals one point ahead of jason and one point behind the resurgent leader yes that's right it's our final contestant our final finalist christy yamaguchi and mark guppyface ballas they face is i have opinions um especially in this quick step so they do a quick step um like we mentioned before, she's really adamant about throwing lifts in. She thinks mm-hmm. they need lifts basically in both of their dances because she mm-hmm. thinks they need to go for wow factor. Mark is more hesitant. Um, in the quick step, I think it's a really, really good dance. However, I think if she were to ham it up a little bit more, it would benefit her. Because she she can perform. They, the judges hound her kind of throughout the season at times of, like, your performance isn't matching your technicality. Mm-hmm. And I think she does perform. I'm just like, maybe you need just a little bit more. Yeah. Be less safe in your face. Don't go to Mark levels. Nobody should go full Mark. No, no one should ever do a full guppy. But... This dance, I mean, the technical side. So many quick little moves. It's so fun to watch. It's great. Okay, you seemed to have a lot of reactions while I was talking, so go ahead. Well, no, I just agree with it. Like, I didn't love it. Their lift that I put in air quotes is very disappointing. It just wasn't, I mean, she just goes up on her shoulder and he stands up and I'm like, okay, we had an entire package where you're like begging him for lifts and this is what we get. It's really impressive to me how strong her hold is and how smooth she can be up top. And I, but I still think her neck looks stiff and hold. I think when they're traveling around the floor, her neck looks stiff. Mm impressive section with like a million turns like that part was cool but like i just didn't i just didn't love it okay uh carrie ann holds out with a nine so they get a 29 out of 30 and And i'm okay with that yeah that's that it's fine i would agree and then they do a samba mark goes way too hard Mark is giving too much in this dance. Oh, yeah. His face is very, yeah. And just the style he's dancing with. However, 
this is also probably my least favorite of Christie's Latin dances she's done all season because it's just lacking something. There's just something. You missing. are just so. I literally think that this is one of the greatest sambas that's oh ever been God. performed on the show. Oh my I God. Literally what? Chris, I told you. Pre-pod, I told you I was furious with the judges. I this never, is what I I never thought this was gonna be the dance you were mad about. I am I think she might be one of the greatest samba dancers we have ever had on the show. I think it is next level. I thought it this I literally wrote this style felt tailor-made for her. What has happened here on this day? (laughs) Chris, I watched it while at the gym. I watched it this morning to make sure I felt the exact same way. Turns out I do, if not more. I loved the dance. Maybe I need to to watch this again because I did not get any of this from it. She was precise yet loose. It had such a lightness to it. I could not take my eyes off of her. I forgot Mark was out there. I, I the couldn't. energy in her legs, the way that they would like, oh, and like this, this dance didn't even have a samba roll in it. And I don't even care. That's how much I loved it. Carrie Ann gives it an eight. So, how much do you hate her? How much do you want to block her tear ducts? Um, I felt true rage. The minute that the judges start, because I think they started out with Carrie Ann, and she's just like, I don't know what to say. I didn't care for it. I thought it was a bit awkward and felt out of control. I was like, you are dead to me. You are all dead to me. These judges are blind idiots who have no idea what they're talking about. That dance was incredible. 26 they score 55 out of 60 which again puts them in second place on the criminal i'll i will rewatch it and i'll decide if you're right but emotionally i I don't feel like you are um (laughs) in week nine they do a tango the technicality the speed the movement it just gore ram it it's i like struggle because i don't know if i like jason's or hers better but like i'm so angry that the dress completely covered her legs it it did not swallow them like I've noted a couple have this season. Yeah. I thought it was okay. What I was missing, they didn't always feel connected, Mark and Christy. They had moments, but it was in and out for me. I needed more of them. Like, I don't know. It just, the partnership didn't totally happen in this dance for me. Yeah. I think that she was emoting a ton, but, like, I do kind of agree where, like, maybe she wasn't connected with Mark, and maybe that's because she was trying to emote elsewhere, but, like, it's such an incredible dance. The fast sections were 
so mm. fast. Great contrast with slow movement. She, the frame was impeccable. The body contact was, it was, it was a great, great dance. 10, 9, 10, 29. And the final dance we have to discuss in the semifinals is a return to the jive for Christy. The last time they got a 30. Can they do it again? Nope. Honestly, I don't really think this one is Christy's fault. I think the first half of it, the choreography is so muddled that I don't think there was any way to make it look good. They do a lot of, like, kicks over each other, some spins, where it just, like... It, there's too much and it doesn't flow together and it's just very strange. I like agree, I agree because it's just insane to me how hard of a routine she can go out there and like I don't like you said this is no fault of Christie's. Like she goes out there and she kills the routine that she was given. Mm-hmm. It's just that maybe it wasn't that great of a routine. So like yeah. She goes out there with the hardest choreography, with the most content, which is, like, expected to do these incredible things. And she does. Yeah. It's just that it doesn't always quite it, land it, it, right. It didn't look right. Because I went back and watched yeah. it to be like, did they execute something wrong? And it doesn't appear that there's any flaw in execution. It's just they go from, like, one move where they're kind of, like, bent over one kicking over the other into like another move with turns and then kick out. And I'm like, this didn't, it doesn't flow. Yeah. It didn't, it, it just, it, it doesn't read for TV. I think Mark outdanced her in this one, like facial everything. Oh, I thought she looked so happy. I was just like, ah, oh, see this, this is performing bigger. This was giving mm-hmm. me more of what I want from her. Mm-hmm. She took the note. Bruno gives it a 10, 9 from the other two. So uh, with a 28, it puts her back in the lead at 57. So the finalists go into the finals having just scored 57, 56, and 55. So it is technically it's anybody's game. Technically. But it does somewhat kind of feel like it. Yes, but no, because I can't help but feel like it's always been Christy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that then brings us to the finals. Katie, in a perfect world, what is your order? Who comes in My what order. place? Third, Christian. Second, Jason. First, Christy. All right. And based on week eight and the semifinals... Who gets your jaunty Seven of the week? I think I'm going to give it to Christy. All right. I am going bold here. Christy? I, I'm going to Christian De La Fuente. Wow. I think, I think the job Cheryl does with him is just so good. And I think Christian sells it. I could very easily give this to Christy as well, but I think yeah, I think Christian deserves the shout out for what he's able to accomplish in these weeks, where he should have gone out 
fifth, probably. Yeah. And instead ends this. Like a real contender into the finale. Well, Katie, if you enjoyed what you heard, please make sure that you leave us a review, either on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Tell us how pretty we are. Tell us about the dresses we wear. And if you are in a rage about what you heard, don't tell anybody. Uh, <laughs> um, because if, if you don't like it, don't share it with your friends. Don't put any reviews up. Because if you do, it'll be the Thrilla in Manila with Diana and Camilla. Katie, it's one of the most incredible lines. Every line is incredible in Diana. Boo! If you would like to interact with us and beg Chris, for the love of God, to stop referencing Diana, you can tweet us at JMPPod. You can go to our Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic, or you can interact with us on Instagram at JMP-Pod. I thought it was dot pod. Maybe it's dot. I think it is dot pod. JMP.pod. When I said I think, I knew, but I just didn't want to, I didn't want to take your moment. And honestly, I would like to do a PSA. I love the Diana references. And if anybody wants Chris to stop, please don't tweet at us. (laughs) Well, Katie, I love you and think we should have enough champagne to feel denial. Oh, no. (laughs) Chris, we come to this place... I don't even know the words to experience for magic. magic. For magic. We come to this place for magic. And please stay tuned for the season finale of Samantha Who coming up next. <laughs>